0: Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In-Depth. What's up folks, Sports In-Depth back in action, JD here on hand. Let's start by congratulating the Phoenix Suns, Monty Williams, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and company very proud of this team sweeping the Denver Nuggets to get to the Western Conference Finals. Do not write Chris Paul off. That is disrespectful. He's one of the game's greats. He had 37 points in the closeout game against Denver, as well as seven assists. And Devin Booker, Just putting on a clinic, night in and night out, 34 points for himself. Chris Paul, the best leader in NBA history, demands greatness at both ends of the floor. Everyone during the regular season, guys, were saying Clippers, Lakers, Jazz. They didn't put Phoenix in consideration. And look which team is quickest to get to that conference finals matchup. It's big time. There's a lot to be said here. I want to notice the others, not just Chris and Devin. How about Jay Crowder playing almost 40 minutes a night each game in this series and knocking down the triple? How about Bridges? Big time. A starter in this league proving himself night in and night out, and his field goal percentage is always efficient. And how about D.A., DeAndre Ayton, scoring and rebounding the basketball, efficient from the field and scoring with force around the rim. We want these big guys to finish around the cup through contact. Let's see your hook shot. Let's see dunks, catching lobs. That's what gets me going, folks. That's what bigs should do. A lot of bigs are looking to stretch the floor. DeAndre Ayton, Rudy Gobert, these guys play around the rim, and we know that. I wanted to talk about Denver real quick. Successful season for them. I say that because they beat the Portland Trailblazers, a big-time team with Dame and CJ, last series without Jamal Murray. Credit to Joker and those guys. That's huge. I mean, winning a playoff series without a solid number two, almost unheard of, and Denver was able to get that done. I know they didn't want to be swept in this series, folks. But Phoenix just brings it, both ends of the floor. Bench was playing well, starters, everyone at an all-star level, if I'm being particularly honest. I like what I saw each and every game, playing defense but putting up a lot of points. I like how the city of Phoenix, guys, has embraced Chris Paul. They went out to get Chris. They needed a leader. They needed veteran leadership on this team. A young group, a team that was red hot in the bubble in Orlando last year, a team that went into this year with momentum, going in the right direction, and are they seeing production? Absolutely. This Phoenix Sun group has a chance of going to the NBA Finals. I give them a chance of winning the series against the Clippers or the Utah Jazz. Let's get into it. The Jazz against the Clippers. We, of course, record our show on Monday night. Clippers host the Jazz later tonight. They are down 2-1 in the series. But they have a home game to knock things up. And Kawhi Leonard's going to do his thing. We know that. He's a two-time finals MVP with two different teams, folks. The question is, is Paul George going to show up each night? He did not show up like I would have expected in Game 1 and 2. In Game 3, he absolutely showed out on Saturday night. He balled. Quai Leonard had 34, and guess what PG had? 31. That's how you beat the Utah Jazz. Quai can't do this alone, folks. And going back to the others category, Reggie Jackson is red hot for the Clippers. And that can get dangerous. We know that. When an other steps up, the other for the Utah Jazz has to respond. And when I talk others with Utah, we know Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are going to absolutely dominate ball games. But how about Bogdanovich? How about Joe Ingles? These guys have to show up and show out if the Utah Jazz are going to head to the conference final. I personally think that this series is going to go seven games. Now, the Phoenix Suns, they have to stay ready. They have to practice hard. I say that because they're going to have a lot of time off. They finished Denver quickly. This series, on the other hand, with Jazz Clips, that ain't going to end quickly, folks. These are big-time teams, big-time rivals, two teams that absolutely dominated the Western Conference. There's something to be said here, folks, and I cannot wait for whoever to come out of this series to play the Phoenix Suns. Hot take here, folks. The Phoenix Suns are going to the NBA Finals. You heard it here first from J.D. on Sports In Depth. No cold takes here. The Phoenix Suns, and I'm like Charles Barkley, I guarantee that the Phoenix Suns are coming out of the West. Advancing over to the Eastern Conference, folks. The Nets and Bucks are all knotted up, but on Sunday we saw something that we do not like seeing. Kyrie Irving went down with an ankle injury and did not return to the ball game. There is something to be said about that, folks. James Harden is already out with a hamstring injury. We know that, but what will happen next? I say that because Game 5, Kevin Durant might be doing it all alone. And we know doing it alone against Giannis Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, the big three over in Milwaukee... That's a tough task, folks. If James Harden and Kyrie Irving both do not come back in this series, I have the Milwaukee Bucks advancing. So uh, there's really something to be said there, folks. And we like to watch teams at full strength in the postseason. It really gets us seeing who is the best when everyone's at full strength. We know there's been injuries all around the postseason. Last series, beginning of this series, with Joel Embiid. We've seen it with Mike Conley and the Utah Jazz. We've seen it with Harden and Kyrie, as I just mentioned. We've seen it with Jamal Murray since he went down with his ACL injury. Come on, folks. And I'm going to go back to Philly against the Atlanta Hawks. The game is airing as we speak. Philly is up 2-1. How is Trey Young? a young superstar going to respond in game four. Game four is what decides momentum of series. I say that because 3-1 is a lot different than 2-2. Now, as we know in the NBA, you cannot do it alone. Trey Young needs Bogdanovich. Clint Capella, John Collins, these guys need to step up. Trey Young needs a supporting cast to beat A team like Philadelphia. Philly's got weapons. We know that. Ben Simmons makes those around him better. We joke that Ben can't shoot the ball, but guess what he can do? Get to the rim and facilitate, folks. You do not need to just shoot in this league. Ben Simmons is a well-rounded point guard. If he ever develops a jump shot, it would be straight up over. If you put a point guard that can shoot as well as all of Ben Simmons' skills next to Joel Embiid, one of the best bigs this game has ever seen, ooh, Philly is going to be scary for years to come. Hey, keep in mind, folks, they're already scary. They want to go from scary... Is scarier, and I'm interested. I do have the Sixers coming out of this series, but I do have a long series. I have Philly winning in six or seven, folks. But let's look at a few previews. As of now, I want to see the Sixers against the Milwaukee Bucks. I say that because the Nets aren't healthy, and I want to see the Bucks and Sixers at full strength. That being said, I think Giannis. He must be guarded by Ben Simmons, I feel. I feel that everyone else on the team is not quick enough. Ben Simmons has height, he's got speed, and he's got defensive ability. He does not foul. He's smart on defense. Smart on defense leads to transition offense. That's why Ben is good in the fast break. Now, matchups are going to be very, very interesting because I want to see who Drew Holiday guards. Drew Holiday is one of the best defending guards in the game. I may repeat that. I want to see him on a Seth Curry, on a Danny Green if Danny's healthy. I really want to see him limit the guard play of Philadelphia if we see that Milwaukee Sixer matchup next round. And I think Brooke Lopez, for Milwaukee folks, is figuring it out a little bit more. Play a little more inside than outside. I know they're okay with the seven-footer shooting deep balls. But, I mean, use that size, brother. Put back layups, hook shots, dunks inside, catch lobs. Do what a big man should do. In today's game, they're stretching the floor a little much. Shaquille O'Neal don't like it. So, a little preview there, and I want to talk a little preview in the Western Conference, folks. The preview here is, if you ask me, I do have the Clippers, I mentioned it last week, coming out of this series. Now, I do have Phoenix beating them, though. Reason being, point guard for Phoenix, Chris Paul, way stronger than the point guard for the Clippers, Reggie Jackson. Now, let's look at guard play. Devin Booker, Paul George. That's somewhat of a wash, right folks? Now let's look at small forward. Kawhi Leonard against Mikhail Bridges. Leonard's got the upper hand there. Now how about the power forward position? But Toom or Jay Crowder? Somewhat of a wash as well folks. Both can shoot from downtown. And the center's uh zubak against ayton ayton's got the upper hand so we see the matchups we see both teams have bigs both teams have guard play but phoenix is able to do something that the clippers are not and i'm going to get into it right now folks devin booker has been more consistent this postseason than paul george has been and Shaq calls him playoff P for some reason. I call him non-playoff P. And no offense to Paul or any of the Clipper fans out there or even if you liked them back in Indiana. There's regular season guys, folks, and there's postseason guys. If Paul George shows up and they beat the Utah Jazz and he's matching Kawhi's numbers on the floor, then I could say Paul George is ready. Based on his performance last year in the bubble, folks, and the start of this postseason he's not on my team in the nba you need guys to go from good to great come the postseason not good to okay jay will and jalen rose were talking about it on nba countdown and i agree paul george is not a superstar he's a star superstar is quiet leonard superstar is when you get to the finals and you win that thing paul george He needs Kawhi to carry the load. If Paul George was a number one option, a superstar, guess what? He would lead his team. He's the number two here in L.A. Keep that in mind, folks. And getting back to the Utah Jazz, I think them not having Conley in games one through three, and he's a game-time decision here on Monday night. Show comes out Tuesday, as we all know, so we'll see how that goes later. But Conley really had a good season. And I like talking about Mike because he can knock down the three. He gets others involved. He's able to take it to the cup and float her in the lane. They're dealing with Donovan. The offense has to go through him. Now, Donovan can play with the ball in his hand, facilitate as well, and knock down jumpers. But Conley's been doing that all season. And they want to get back in rhythm. Utah, you know, Donovan has to hold the load. You know, him and Joe Ingles in the backcourt with Bogdanovich and Royce O'Neal and Gobert, I don't know. I mean, Joe Ingles is a good player. He gets others involved and can hit the three, streaky from downtown. But he doesn't replace Conley. I think Joe Ingles is a good piece off the bench. Conley's a good starter in this league, veteran experience, able to take it to the hole, as I mentioned. And Utah's known for shooting that perimeter jumper. And getting back to the others category, I'm talking about Jordan Clarkson. I'm talking about what Niang can bring. Jordan Clarkson had 24 points in game two. When your sixth man of the year does that, you're in really, really good hands. Now he cooled down just a bit in game three, only 14, five for 16 from the field. And when the others don't show up, and show out against top teams in the West, you pay the price. Bench points sometimes decide games, folks. And I really mean that. If you ask me right now just to wrap up what we're talking about here, I want to see the Milwaukee Bucks against the Philadelphia 76ers in the Eastern Conference Final. I want to see the L.A. Clippers against the Phoenix Suns. And guess what I have, folks? The Phoenix Suns against the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA finals. I know it's a bold prediction. My heart's in Phoenix at the moment. What Chris Paul is doing, what Monty Williams, when he talks about his relationship with Chris Paul, I get the chills. Monty says he was there for me at my darkest day, and he was there for me in my greatest moment. Uh, We know that Monty Williams lost family members in a tragic accident. And also we know him and Chris Paul got to share a memorable moment on Sunday night. They are going to the Western Conference Final. That's an unbelievable achievement. A lot to be said about that. I'm so happy for Monty. He's been through his ups and downs as we all go through them. But who is going to come out on the right side? Monty Williams stuck to his script. Put the Phoenix Suns in contention right away. Getting the pieces down packed. Doing what great coaches do, leading by example, and showing that Chris Paul, you can lead this team. Great coaches listen to great players. Recognize Chris's leadership. Recognize what Monty and Chris. Mean to Devin Booker's career. You make him great. You push him. I joke what Chris Paul is doing for Devin Booker is what Michael Jordan did for Scottie Pippen made him great, pushed him every day in the gym. Behind the scenes work, getting shots up at 5 a.m., conditioning well. That's what leads to greatness in NBA championships. What did Kobe Bryant do? Push those around him. Kobe made Pal Gasol into something great. Chris Paul made Devin Booker into something great. Michael Jordan made Scottie Pippen into something great. Tim Duncan made Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. One more time, folks, into something great. I emphasize that. When a leader is noticed by his coach, the coach gives the player the keys to the crib where they both have a voice. Monty and Chris, that is why the Suns are advancing to the Western Conference Finals. You lead with your play on the floor and you lead with your mouth, motivating the bench, motivating other starters to play up to their potential making them realize what is at stake. If they want to be part of this organization long-term, you step up. Chris Paul is all about stepping up. He's been through trial and tribulations. He wants to get an NBA championship. He does not need to because his resume is so great, but that would be icing on the cake. Man, what he did to impact this franchise goes beyond words, folks. Chris Paul has been with the Houston Rockets. We know what he meant to James Harden. We know what he meant to Lob City with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan with the LA Clips. And now, the last leg of his career, although dropping 30-plus in a closeout game to sweep the Denver Nuggets, that don't look like past his prime, folks. Who said players couldn't play into old age? Look at CP3. Look at my boy Phil Mickelson out on the golf course getting things done. Look at Tom Brady. We know what I have to say about these guys, folks. You take care of your body. You take care of your mind. Great things will happen. We see that in every sport. Shout out to Chris Paul. Shout out to the Phoenix Suns. This podcast episode is dedicated to you guys. Now let's go watch some basketball. I love what I do. I love recording on Monday. I love seeing what y'all think on Tuesday. Let's get to it. Put your thinking caps on. J.D. out.